It's a lovely still day at my farm at the moment. And I'm looking at certain magpies sitting on the fence. You might hear some magpies chortling. The thing that I've been thinking about today came from a teaching and learning network meeting. And I haven't been able to listen to these until today. So I'm aware that a lot of language teachers also are not part of the teaching and learning network meetings that are offered by Docile. So I just thought as I read, listen through them, read through the PowerPoints and so forth, I'm going to pick up bits and pieces that might be relevant to language teachers. And I thought this one really stood out. It says, you shall know a word by the company it keeps. It's a quote by John Firth from 1957, and he was a British linguist. So this particular learning and teaching network presentation was by Martin Keogh. And he says, knowledge of words is not like a dictionary meaning or list of words. Words are like hubs and connections that build knowledge and continue to be constructed over our lives, such as fracking, tweet. And I thought of OG. I've recently checked the Urban Dictionary to find out what OG means since I noticed that it was on a couple of TV shows and podcasts that I've been listening to in that millennial generation. OG seems to be used a lot, so I needed to figure out what it means. Just in case you haven't figured it out already, it means original gangster, but the meaning has transferred to mean kind of the original people, the boss the ones that uh, set up a system or do a system really well. So it's a lot more uh, diverse in its meaning. They're just some really quick examples of how English as a language is changing. And we get to know those changes because they're not too fast. They're in context. And that word OG in particular, I think, has become understood through its contextual use as being a lot more diverse than the original context of original gangster. Um, So how does that relate to languages? We know that language is not always transferable between, between languages. And part of that is because the language exists in a cultural context and it's very culturally specific. Japanese, for example, don't generally say, how are you, as an immediate um, thing to say after greeting someone. And I believe other cultures also don't do that, whereas most European cultures tend to. What does that mean? It, It why do we say, how are you? (laughs) Really, it brings to the question, it's such an empty phrase often. And anyway, the untranslatables are quite similar. And when it's untranslatable, we bring to that understanding that this is a contextually understood word. And it often has more meaning than something that you could say in a couple of words. Again, in Japanese, yoroshiku onegaishimasu or yoroshiku dozo. 
is a lot more in its meaning than any translatable thing that we use that we might use in English. And when we do translate it into English, it sounds weird and it doesn't make sense because it says, please be kind to me or be good to me. Um, and that is not something that we're in the habit of using in English. So where this sits is basically in that language literacy space. When we talk about reading, there's a lot of discussion about how to help students move from barking at text towards comprehension in reading and what comprehension might mean and so forth. From what I understand of the Teaching and Learning Network meeting that I was just looking at and other things that I've come across in my career, the comprehension is about transferability inference and contextual meaning. And this can be applied at a fairly simple reading level as well as a complicated reading level. So very much the early reading of primary early years and also the complex reading that goes right through into university. So at a complex level, you're looking at metaphor, analogy, irony, bias, author voice. And at a simpler level, you're looking at prediction, what's the main idea, um, feelings and attitudes, and what it is that gives you the idea of those feelings and attitudes. Text to self, text to text, and text to world. So relating that text to other things that you know about. I think language has a really important role to play in this space of helping students move from uh knowing text, being able to say what's in the text, to really understanding, comprehending the text and getting that deeper meaning out of the text. I think we do that in a couple of ways. One is in the patterns, another is in agile thinking, and then I want to talk about translating. So, Through languages, we are exposing students to another linguistic system that doesn't always follow English rules. And this helps to develop flexibility in meaning making. When we look at a particular sentence, let's just take it at the sentence level, we're looking for patterns, we're creating applying, testing and adjusting hypotheses that help us to understand those patterns that work for that particular language and may well be different from the English patterns that we're used to. Often word order is different, Japanese has particles, European languages have the verb conjugations and so on. And those differences in patterns Understanding them through the language that we're teaching helps students become aware of the patterns that they are accustomed to and therefore don't necessarily see within their own language. Being able to identify those patterns then means you can manipulate the patterns and the process of problem solving, pattern identification, hypothesizing are really, really important thinking skills that language is helping to develop. 
The other one is the agile thinking, where meaning is found with different word order and systems. So where we would find the noun and the verb in the English sentence, it might be differently placed in another language. To be able to find meaning with that flexibility of not necessarily having to find the verb and the noun in the place that we we expected. Um, Japanese sometimes drops off the um, person, so you might not hear who it is in the sentence. And often when I translate word for word what's happening in Japanese, the students are like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But after a little while, they notice, actually, I do get the meaning of that, even though it's not in the order that I was anticipating. That's the agile thinking. That's the flexibility of thinking. And I think that's a really important gift that languages brings to developing our thinking skills. To translate or not to translate? Well, personally... I think, yes, it's important to translate, even though we know as language teachers and as literacy experts, which really we are as well, even though we know that the word only makes sense by the company it keeps, as John Firth wrote, that translating, in my view, only my view, creates a shortcut. A shortcut that helps accessibility to the language. It cre- creates a blunt tool of word understanding, which allows students to engage in early construction of the language themselves. And unless students are constructing those sentences for themselves, unless they're finding the words and putting to them together themselves, they are not really being active users of the language. So those imperfect words together with those imperfect translations, I think is an important early tool towards active use of the language. And as that blunt tool is used and that construction is modified with teacher help and so forth, in context, looking for a natural style that fits better with the language style of the country that feels right, with that cultural awareness and so forth, then we sharpen up the context of what we're using and we head closer to a word that is in the company of others in the language and the culture of that language. I just want to say before it finishes that all of these thoughts are my thoughts. They're based on things that I hear through my professional learning, sort of do a mixing pot in my head as I stare at the birds on the fence. And I hope it helps you to do your thinking rather than seeing these podcasts as me telling you what to do. They're really, really designed to help promote your thinking on what works best for your language and your students. Ciao,